Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Movement Radio. I am Chip Hazard. And I am Talon Williams. And we're back with another special guest, Amber Graves of Slain from Chattanooga Roller Derby. Amber, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you for joining us. We really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So so we always like to kind of start off and and we ask like who is amber like today who who are you today yes who I, are you i am a junior roller derby coach and then i also am a current skater with chattanooga roller derby and then my day job outside of derby is i'm an accountant oh there you go Look at the big brain on Amber. Right. (laughs) Well, there you go. All right. So Chip asked a question, who are you? I'm going to peel the layer back a little bit here and ask, who were you? Before you discovered roller derby, who were you before then? Um, I was a new mom. Okay. And and, um, I didn't really have any hobbies. I did hobbies in school, of course, but... Um, I was in my early 20s, so just being a new mom and not really having any type of destination or what I was doing, just working on being the new mom. Okay. Okay. So are you originally from Chattanooga? I'm from Rome, Georgia. Rome. Okay. Not too far. Yeah, not about what, 30 minutes away from where I live right now, so... It takes me about an hour and 15, 20 minutes to get to practice. And you do that twice a week, right? Yes. I remember those trips. (laughs) Oh, oh yeah. So, um, what, what drew you to Derby as, as that outlet of, you know, like you, you've got the, you're a new mom, you've got this newborn what makes you decide I want to go beat people up on skates <laughs> well kind of a funny story I had a group of friends we were at a Christmas parade and we seen the current roller girls skating around and I was really interested in it and kept talking about it and they actually made a bet saying that I wouldn't join or even try it so I was like okay I'm going, I'm going to do it. And then I showed up for my first practice and here it is 13 years later. Oh, wow. That's great. Have you always been with the Chattanooga Roller Girls or have, have you been on other teams as well? Um, I started out in Rome, local okay. here. Um, and we were called the Rome Roller Girls. And then we merged with a team in Marietta and um, the league became Peach State. And then COVID hit, you know, the pandemic. So um, everybody started rebuilding and I decided to transfer to Chattanooga. So I've been with Chattanooga for, I think, two years, three years. Okay. And how are you liking Chattanooga? Um, I'm loving it. They have pushed me to become a very strong competitive player and um 
right now we are very super competitive and it's brought out a lot of skills that I didn't know I had. That's awesome. Well, that's um, always great to have those, those people to, to push you and make you, you know, try to get better at your craft. Right. Right. Was there anybody you kind of gravitated towards in terms of like a min, like as far as like a mentorship or anything like that? Um, really the entire team is so welcome, welcoming. Um, you know, I didn't know anyone, not one person. I just showed up and I also had a friend with me from my old league. Uh, she went with me as well, but it was just me and her and, um, they all were so friendly. Like you can literally ask anyone for help and, you know, they, they all could be mentors. So I would say the entire team. Awesome. That's awesome to hear. Um, now I get a little personal for a second. You, you were a new mom 13 years ago. So that means you have a 13 year old child is a boy or a girl. Uh, it's a girl. I actually have other children. Um, and they all are close in age. Okay. Are, <clears throat> are any of them, do, do, have they gravitated towards roller derby? Well, of course. <laughs> I have I have two girls and one boy, and both girls play for the junior team that I coach in Rome. Okay, cool. Okay, so they're not part of the Ruby Regulators. They are not. Uh, you know, Rome doesn't have an adult league, so that's why I travel, and that's why I chose Chattanooga. They were the best fit for me. But Rome, Georgia does have a junior team, and they're basically like a sister team to the Rubies. We love the Rubies. We practice together. We sub for each other if we need players. Um, we help each other out. It's great to have. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Yeah. Um, so getting your start, like, what was that initial first day of practice like? The very first day you stepped onto that uh, track, what emotions were you feeling? You know, oh yeah. <laughs> It's um, exciting, scary, um, not the, the thing of just not knowing where it's going to lead, um, seeing all the skaters being, you know, some being advanced and some new. It's a good mixture, um, you know, but mainly. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um outside of roller derby do you have hobbies that you do or is, is roller derby just just it for you um i used to do crossfit um i like some type of exercise um and just being with my kids they have a lot of hobbies a lot of sports you know my son plays football we're very busy so um, roller derby is my main hobby. That's, that's my, your outlet. My <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh. you can be crazy with kids and, you know, with everything. Because my son, my son's nine and he he's been playing football for the last two years. And it, every day is like football season's coming up. We got to get ready. I'm like, OK, calm down. Just let me know. Tell me what's happening. <laughs> you know, so. Like, I'm ready to go hit somebody. You're nine. Calm down. You ain't got that killer instinct just yet. You know, <laughs> turns out he does. Cause but um, 
you know, but, like, but again, you know, it's like, I get just as excited watching him play, you know, as I would, you know, watching my dolphins or whatever, you know, and it's fun, you know? Um, and I'm sure it's like that also. So what was your initial as a parent, of course, like I just said, you know, my son plays football. It is a little bit scary though. You see him out there. It's like, Ooh, he took a big hit or, Ooh, you know, did you have any concerns about your daughters participating in roller derby? Oh, definitely. You know, it's a full contact sport and those are my girls, but, um, I didn't want to doubt them. And, and Derby has brought their little personalities out. Um, mm -hmm. they were shy and a little awkward. And, um, my oldest daughter, she's tiny. She weighs like a hundred pounds soaking wet and she's out there just giving her all. And she has, um, taken some big hits and big falls and it is scary, but she pops right back up, yeah. you know, I can't doubt her. I have to, you know, push her and believe in her that she can do it. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's good to believe in your kids. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so in, in 13 years of, of roller derby, what would you say is the hardest hit you've ever taken? Ooh. Honestly, I took a really big hit last season. Um, I, I got two actually. Okay. There, there was one actually at practice by my own teammates. <laughs> gonna actually hit you harder than than actually competitive teams that you play against. Um, I actually tore my ACL and PCL partially um, from her, uh, just a friend hitting me at practice. And then I, last season we played against the world and it was just multiple teammates. And this person was three times my size and I wasn't ready. And I turned my body and I literally flew in the air when they made contact. And I think I got a concussion from it. Ooh. Ouch. Yeah. Concussions are no joke. No, no they not. are not. I've had several. I know. <laughs> they, yeah. You don't feel it, it does not feel good. You got to stay in a dark room, put a towel around your neck, around your face. Is yeah. Just occlude yourself pretty much. I've had, you know, that it happens, you know, I think I've had two concussions so far. So, but, you know, we wear our safety gear. And we try to prevent that. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, as a coach, you, you said you, you coached the junior team there um, in, in Rome. Um, as a coach, when you're, you're coming up with schemes and everything, what are you looking for in a new um, derbyist that it's a, term we've coined here at movement great radio derbyist yeah. derby um what am i looking for mm -hmm. in a certain skater or just gameplay or in like a certain skater when you have like someone new that is coming to try out and and you know you you kind of have to determine because yes we want to say everybody can make it but not everybody can make it. They don't have the mental fortitude to to go. So so when you're 
coaching, what are you looking for in that that player to determine, you know, how you can best help them succeed? Um, well, there's two other coaches that's with me, my husband, and her name is Coach Danielle. Um, so we work together because, you know, not one person can do it all by themselves. So we all will see different things. Mm-hmm. But for one thing that I look for is determination. How determined are they to, how determined are they to get better? And um, is their heart into it? Because it does take some commitment and it does take a lot of practice. And, you know, sometimes new skaters will show up and then they don't show up for weeks. So it just, that's what I look for is, is that. Okay. Okay. That's, that's a good trait to have is determination. Um, I like that. Yeah. yeah I mean, mental fortitude, things of that nature. Yeah. Not, they can show up and not know how to skate. Mm-hmm. If they're willing to be there and put in the work, I'm willing them. I'm willing to help them and get them to where they need to be. Absolutely. Uh, presumably, that's your husband standing behind you. Probably. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's my brother. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say. I, I'm sorry. You you cut out for a second. I said my brother. He likes to show up and come eat my food. Oh, and I cook for dinner. I mean, if it's good food, I might show up. I'm yeah, I know for it. real. Um, so, so what is it like? You're you said you work, you know, with your husband and another person, uh, yes. in in coaching. What is it like working with your husband in that aspect? Um, he's a very competitive person, like I am. So, um. He doesn't do the training, but he does the refing part. Like he learns the rules and he helps ref at Chattanooga and he takes it back to our junior team to help them know the rules. So, and we're, and we're really best friends more than anything, honestly. So it works out great on our end being a husband and wife. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome that you guys can have that same camaraderie you know out in, in a different aspect other than like home life you, you found this other outlet that you have that camaraderie in as well yes it's definitely something that we um can bond with and feel proud and have goals together it's great yeah that's awesome um yeah. it's always glad to hear that yeah, it's definitely it's definitely awesome that you guys have that bond. But have there been moments where you maybe clash in terms of like strategy and different ways of coaching and things of that nature? Of course, of course. That's why there's three of us. We do a vote. <laughs> um, and sometimes I'm outvoted. And sometimes uh, all three of us don't agree, but we always, we find a way. That's good that you found a way, absolutely. Um. We've I've asked this question to several of the girls uh, that have come on to the uh, show. Do you have you specifically? Do you have like a maybe a pre-match ritual, or do you do something to get your head in the game, like something you do before the matchups if you know a match is coming up soon? Do you have any of those weird superstitions or a ritual that you do before every game? 
Um, let me think. <laughs> I'm making her think on this one, Chip. <laughs> um, there's certain things that I like to wear the same because I don't want to jinx it. I'm scared I'm going to wear something different. So, you know, our uniforms are the same. Even my socks. I have the same socks I wear. Um, I make sure my pads are washed. Um, that's, that's the only thing I can think of that I'm really don't want to jinx anything or mess anything up. It has to be the same. It's just things that I wear. <laughs> That's a, you know, but teach his own. Like I, like I get it, I get it, because, because when I was a professional wrestler, I wore my Miami Dolphin socks underneath my, my wrestling boots. So it makes it like, granted, I mean, no one probably cares but me, but you know, mm -hmm. I feel like I don't have my socks. You know, it, it might be a bad night or something. You know, you know, or some people's like, you know, with the elbow pad or something. You know, but really, it really is. And then I do have a bracelet that I tuck under my wrist guard. It's from my daughter. It just has little beads on it. I always wear that. I'm scared if I take it off, it's, it's going to be the reason why I mess up or something. So, you know, yeah, yeah, have little like that. Yeah, I would yeah. always, yeah, I would all like, I would always, um, when I would take my wrist uh, to wrestle, I would always put um, eight seven one three on my on my wrist tape because it meant August seventh, you know, twenty thirteen, which is my son's birthday. You know, that was, I like, I felt like one night I didn't do it and I was like, oh shit, I hope nothing bad happened. You know, it's just because it's something you've always done, you know, yeah. you know, so, you know, but which, I mean, hell, I was a wrestler for 20 years. I've had like so many different rituals and super silly superstitions about, you know, stuff, you know, but, but I mean, everybody does, regardless of the endeavor. I think everybody has some weird individual, yeah. you know, traditions or rituals or superstitions, but I so um, I have a candle that the team bought me and on it, it says, all I do is win. And I thought about lighting it every night before about just to give me good luck, but I haven't yet. It might be a new thing. I do. Oh, a new there thing. You go. I like that. Um, so here, what is one thing that you wish you would have known starting out in roller derby that you that nobody told you? I've been doing it so long. Maybe how obsessed I'd become. <laughs> like it's so addicting. Um, I wish someone told me that it was going to lead me to where I am today. Um. But, and I also wish we, I had it when I was a kid. Like, I don't think we had derby when I was younger. I really wish I had that, but, um, yeah, I think they were pretty clear what was going to happen besides the obsession. <laughs> like when you start roller derby, you can really become obsessed with it. I, I definitely understand that when we started this podcast, like I, I wish somebody would have told me how obsessed I would become and how, how much it would take over my life. Like, yeah. I'm just like, I wake up thinking about like what Content. interview <laughs> we're going to do or whatnot. So yeah, I definitely yeah. get that obsession. Yeah. Uh, now, what is what is your position on the track? Are you a jammer, blocker, pivot? What, what are you? I'm, I'm a blocker. 
Okay. Uh, I like to be, it's called a brace, where I'm skating backwards and I'm holding my two blockers and give them stability as they are blocking. Um, but you never stay in that position. So you become every position because um, you have to, you know, flow with each other and use each other and you're never in one spot. Um, but yeah, I'm not a jammer. I don't think I could do that physically. Um, <laughs> this is tough. That's a tough job that not a lot of people want. That's that's what we we hear. Uh, yeah. Of uh, uh, the the ten previous uh, conversations we've had, it, that seems to be the consensus. Is like jamming is hard, uh, but like once you get it, it's like you yeah. love it. Yeah, right. Hans hates it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of her face when she gets the helmet covers, her <laughs> not happy about, it. but she does it. Right, she's not at it. So, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, thought I heard my dog bark just a minute ago. <laughs> um, so, so what is it? No, what is it about blocking that you enjoy so much? Um, I like having teammates out there with me. A jammer, you're kind of getting through. I mean, you have your teammates helping you, but it's kind of on you. As a blocker, you have your teammates doing the same thing as you with the same objective. Um, and I get to beat people up. <laughs> you know. She said, she said, and I get to beat people up. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she put a little emphasis on that part. <laughs> It, jamming you have to kind of like avoid it the blocker you get to um actually lay some people out if you can or try right. to yeah people out there yeah i keep I, I keep noticing the tattoo that you have on your uh, arm uh how long did that take to, to uh get done um i actually got it done bits and pieces so little sections at a time um, and my tattoo artist, he is very popular, so it's hard to get to him sometimes, but, um, I've had this done for quite some time. So I would okay. say probably maybe a year. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I see do flowers you, do you, and just flowers. Have... I actually have my derby number on my arm, 86. Uh -oh. Awesome. Awesome. Telling you, you session. <laughs> you can never change your derby number ever yeah ever never do you uh do you plan on getting more done i noticed that uh kind of around here it, it's looking a little blank yeah i got some more to do uh and are you just going to go with the one sleeve or do you plan on more I actually only have tattoos on the left side of my body. So I have tattoos on my leg, um, starting the leg sleeve there. And I keep telling myself that I'm just gonna do the left side. I don't know why, I just think it's cool. Um, okay. But my kids want, they wanna have tattoos when they're older and they wanna go and have a mom and daughter tattoo. And I might have to use my right side because I ran out of room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you, you already answered the next question. I was going to ask why only the one side, um, but you already answered 
that you don't really know why. Um, I, I had a, a friend of mine who who did the same thing. He like literally like cut his body in half and he has mm -hmm. tattoos only on one side. And when I asked him, he said, well, uh, I'm pretty sure his are just like yours all on the left side. And he said, well, the left side is my side. The right side is my mom's side. My mom never wanted me to get tattoos. So that's her side. I love that answer. That's awesome. Every time I would go see my mom, she'd be like, another one. Like <laughs> <laughs> my mama looked at me and she was like, well, as long as you're sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's, all she, that's all she told me you know so of course i got this one so i ain't like i could get rid of this one so oh i mean you could yeah. but it would take forever oh i'm not getting this burnt off you know how <laughs> number one it's expensive number two it hurts what, a hell of a lot more than just getting the tattoo you know yeah. so i mean this hey, hurt like hell anyway it's all it's all skin bones and cartilage and it hurt like hell so oh yeah i have one on my foot and it didn't feel too good Ugh, yeah so though i i have you know several He's covered. Um, i'm not <laughs> no i'm not covered um yeah. the one that hurt the most in my opinion for me was on my thigh or my calf mm -hmm. uh oh gosh you're gonna ask aren't you yes yes <laughs> which was your worst Oh God, everybody asked me this question and I'm an honest person, okay? I'm a very honest person. That's what we like. I have some tattoos on my backside, my my butt cheek. Okay. Okay, and that was the worst pain ever. Wow. Out of, out of entire, all my tattoos, the butt cheek area. I don't know if that was appropriate or not, but I mean, <laughs> we're we're not we we are not PG. So okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so, so now that you have uh, gifted us with that knowledge, <laughs> why why the butt cheek? I, I well, just have to know. I am um, I'm starting my leg sleeve, mm -hmm. and it kind of goes with my arm with these designs, and okay. see this part right here mm -hmm. that going from my thigh and it goes up so it's not like my complete but she right. but it, it's like half of it and um so it just went with my leg piece okay that yeah. that makes sense um my wife has one done on her foot and she said that it hurt pretty bad well i think everybody's their nerves in their body is different you know and for some reason in in me the um where it's more has more fatty parts to it like your thigh area you know just the meaty parts mm -hmm. um that's more painful for me than the bony places oh wow yeah it's interesting yeah, yeah. it is very interesting <laughs> but you know i mean i plan on getting more i just no tattoo money you know it's just it's the way it is tattoo brand. you know yeah i mean well i, I at least i i, I want to get at least three more uh, at least three more uh one for each of my kids and then one in remembrance of my mom and that's really the only three that i want so that um i i lost my mom as well 
and that is a tattoo I haven't got yet that I've been trying to find something that you know reaches out to me for her so I'll I plan on doing that too yeah my mother loved the beach um and I figured I, w when when we were going through uh, photos and stuff for you know at, at some funeral homes they put the uh, the the video up on the on the screens that's in the uh, the viewing room and stuff like that and it, and it just cycles through photos and things found an old photo of her when she was like 20 21 years old or something like that and I thought man if I could find somebody to do something similar to that in almost like a Sailor Jerry kind of style like mm -hmm. do that have it in like like an oval have like a beach scene in the background some flip-flops some sea some uh seashells and you know do like a banner with her name on it and stuff i think that'd be pretty cool um you know where i where i'm gonna get it yet i don't know i was originally thinking about getting it on my rib cage but then brian silverbacks kind of talked me out of it um <laughs> so so i might end up either doing it on probably my shoulder maybe mm -hmm. um but you know i don't know uh, but, this, but again, it's having the money to do it and finding the right artist to be able to get it done correctly. Well, that sounds like it will be absolutely amazing. And I hope, I hope you so. Uh, I appreciate that. So we can yeah. see it. <laughs> right? Yes. Chip, Chip, you uh, you had a pretty interesting one you wanted to do, didn't you? For for what? The... For, your, for your mother? Because you had mentioned mm -hmm. something about getting a rosary or something like that. Oh, I mean, yeah, my mom was Catholic and I just thought about I I have her actual rosary beads and I just thought about getting them tattooed on my wrist. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, not I mean, it would be special to me but not like spectacular to anybody else. Well, as long as it is for you, it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks. That's right. There you go. That's right. Uh, what is what is uh, your next tattoo? What do you have planned for it? I know you said you, you're you're working on your leg sleeve, um, but you kind of have to have an idea of like you got to plan it out. So that's we're, we're... why it's hard. To, you know, you're putting this on your body and it's permanent, so you really got to make sure that it's something that you want forever. Um. But I do like the theme that I'm going with. So a lot of this design is on my leg. Um, and then, so my next one, I got to do my knee. It's been, it's been some time because I'm kind of like trying to avoid it a little longer because I know it's going to be painful. But um, I think I'm just going to go with something like this, this type of design. The knee's tricky. The knee's tricky though, because I mean, because you you're, you're bending it up the majority of the time when you walk and things of that nature, and exactly. some people's knees have calluses on it and things of that nature. So you want to make sure that you know the areas you know smooth and eligible for the ink to go through and things of that nature. So you know, I don't really know too many people with knee tattoos. Um, I also have to think about derby. Um, I have to wear a leg sleeve in my. Um, I mean, my knee gaskets and my knee pad. And when I got my elbow done, it's, it was really swollen. Like it looked awful, mm. but then it finally went down. So I know my knee's probably going to be the same thing. So I probably have to wait till off season when we have our break to do that. Right. That's, I was just going to say, that's an off season tattoo. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. Uh, just kind of final question. We won't keep you uh, too late this evening. Um, what is one piece of advice you would give an aspiring derbyist? I would say do not give up no matter how hard it gets, no, no matter um, if you have a bad practice or if you're doubting yourself, you just keep going and find your mentor. You know, any derby league, any derby team, if you go and try out, they're all there for the same reason, just like you. And we all started just like you, you know, keep it yourself. All right. Absolutely. Uh, it's time to promote uh, what is coming up for Amber. Okay, so right now we're in our little summer break, but our next game is in August. Um, I think it's August 10th. Don't quote me on that. I have to check myself. It's it's 19, August 19th. 19th. August 19th. Oh, gosh. Um, I knew it was in August. Dude, um, that's Hampton's what I get Sporting. paid for. Yeah, thank you. So <laughs> August 19th. Um, is our next home game and the Rubies play and both teams play at Camp Jordan at Chattanooga. And uh, do you know off the top of the year head who the, who your opponents are going to be? I don't. Okay. It don't I, matter. You're going to win anyway. <laughs> that's right. I don't yeah. have to know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know that one. That wasn't on my call sheet. <laughs> yeah. I Wait, you get a call sheet? <laughs> I show up and skate and you know do my job and the, and they do the rest all right and where can they find um chattanooga roller derby and get tickets to that august 19th event uh well we're on facebook under chattanooga roller derby and then you also have a website chattanoogarollerderby.com and then our teammates are always, if it's local and you're out and about, our teammates are always promoting at events um, and posters and flyers. But we do a lot through social media. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. awesome. All right. Once again, Amber, thank you for joining us tonight. This has been an amazing conversation. Um, so, yeah. Thank well, you. Thank you for having me. Y'all have a good night. All right, absolutely. Um, if you just want to kick, hang out for just one second while we pay some bills real quick, uh, thank sure. you guys so much for tuning into this interview. Again, Amber, we appreciate you being here and kicking it with us tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Chip, anything you want to say before we bounce out of here? As always, check out movementradio.us. That is your one-stop shop for all things Movement Radio. And, of course, shout out to all of our sponsors. Of course, the OG, GearAnime.com. Go to GearAnime.com forward slash Movement Radio. Use promo code MOVERADIO at checkout, and you will receive free shipping here in the United States. Also, AudibleTrial.com forward slash Movement Radio as well. Get Response, Zoo Lily. Um, ele ele uh, let me start over with that. Entertainment Earth, W.GG. Uh, Get Response, uh I forgot that one. I got it written down here. So, okay, here we go. All right gearanime.com uh audibletrial.com forward slash movement radio zoo lily w.gg elementor uh, entertainment earth just cash clothing and get response thank you guys so much for all the love and support you guys have been giving us thank you to all the fans friends and family for the love and support thank you guys so much uh and uh again amber thank you so much for joining us tonight chip let's hit them with the outro
Please do not leave without leaving a like, comment, share, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform and right here on YouTube. Make sure you check us out on all of our social media platforms, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Check out the YouTube channel here. Subscribe. Click that bell to get notified of our latest videos. Check out streamlabs.com forward slash movement radio forward slash merch. Go copy some merch. And also, once again, movementradio.us, your one-stop shop for all things movement radio. I am Chip Hazard. And I'm Talon Williams. And this is Movement Radio. God's plan. <laughs>